y'all. Welcome to Cultivate from Grace. I'm Jade. And I'm Stephanie. And this is our very first episode, and we are so excited that you are here with us. We are so excited that you've joined us today. And for our first episode, we are going to share a little bit of our testimonies with you so that you know the background uh, that of God in our lives and how we've grown from grace. Yes, because in Revelation 12, it talks about how the saints overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And by sharing our testimony, it helps to share God's glory and the goodness that he has given to us throughout our lives with others. So, Steph, can you give us a little background of when you came to know the Lord and your story? Yeah, so uh, I think that... The first time I would say that I was very aware of Jesus was at nine years old. And I remember talking, being at church at that time in in my life and talking to the pastor there. And I remember our conversation about believing Jesus and accepting Jesus, but there wasn't true repentance yet, you know? And at the age of 11 is when uh, Satan really came after me. Um, I could share some stories that that I, you know, won't share here, but I've shared with others that, you know, you think, gosh, at 11 years old, but I think you have similar uh, story, right? Yeah. 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 I was actually looking and through some old stuff the other day. And I found a picture. So whenever I was little, I I don't remember a time where I didn't know the Lord. Like, I grew up in church. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thankful for my family who brought me to church. Um, But I also was about eight years old when I, you know, said that I accepted Jesus. And I was baptized. And the picture I found the other day was me actually being baptized in a swimming pool because we didn't have a a baptistry at our church. Um, And But Satan was after me at a very young age as well. Like, the things that I witnessed at a very young age, I just, I know that, you know, Satan was after me, but I knew, now looking back, that God had a plan. Right, and, like, the whole idea of an angel and a devil on your shoulders, did did you feel that battle? Can you look back and think about that that's the type of battle that you had pulling at you? Oh, yeah, I think that is a very great depiction. Like, you know, like, we're just so used to seeing that or whatever but when you really just sit and think about you know the little devil and angel that's the truth because you have Mm -hmm. you have that Uh, so I think I was or I know I was uh, 22 when I know for sure that I had uh, accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior uh, true repentance and became a new creation because even looking back now that spiritual battle that between the light and the darkness is different now. Mm-hmm. It's still there, but it's not a it, it's not a tug of war for my soul because mm-hmm. you know after accepting Christ at twenty two, um, my soul was sealed right for eternity mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ because I didn't earn it. I couldn't do anything to earn it, and none of us can. I was actually alone in my truck, uh, my Ford Ranger on a highway headed back uh, to my parents for school. I was engaged 
at the time and had my whole life planned out before me. I knew I was going to live, I, or I thought I knew where I was going to live. I had a job waiting for me when I got out of ultrasound school. Uh, we had our lives planned out. And I had been dating this guy for seven years. Great guy. And God had different plans. The week before I accepted Christ and surrendered, we had a conversation and I said, if, if I if I do what I feel God is calling me to do, I don't think we're going to make it. And he was like, yeah, we, we will, but, but we didn't um, because that was not God's plan. And uh, it would have been a good thing. Mm-hmm. Good things would have come out of it. Now, we didn't live the best lifestyle because between 11 and the age of 22, um, before him, I had multiple relationships, made made bad relationship decisions. I used substances and, uh, and my heart was dark. You know, mm-hmm. that was just, there was a darkness until God came and, and, mm-hmm. and that's when I know for sure. And lit it up. It lit, <laughs> yes. To be the light of the world. Right. And so, uh, looking back, it's amazing to see that I'm still alive and that God still chooses to use me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, a miracle that God chooses to you use anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one part of your testimony that I just really love. Can you tell the people, the people, can you tell the people? <laughs> can you tell them um, about hearing the voice of God? That's, yeah. So <laughs> I can't believe I left that out. Yeah, I was in my, when I was in my truck, I'd actually stopped the radio on a man preaching, and and I could get into that, but he was talking about giving your whole self to, to Jesus, just your whole self. Um, this was about the time that you and the other guy were still together, right? Yeah, okay. this was the, the moment of salvation that I was talking about that was in my Ford Ranger pickup truck, mm-hmm. just me, crossing the railroad track on, uh, I remember crossing a railroad track and pine trees on each side of me. And God audibly spoke to me and said, Stephanie, it is now or never. And he had been calling me to him very strongly for three months. Um, And I knew it. And I was, I had been, I was running harder than I had ever run for the past, the three months. And I believe that what God, when he spoke to me, like, like that, he's never let me go. Right. Even though I've been running from him, he said, Stephanie, it's now. Right. Because if I had not taken, what if I did not take that path at that moment? Mm-hmm. And I may not be here right now. Right. I don't know. But I know for sure I heard God's voice audibly in that moment. It was beautiful. I just love that so much. Just because I've never heard God audibly, but I just, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to be jealous, but, <laughs> but I do love that. And our stories are very similar. Um, I mean, not completely, you know, the same, right. but you know, I, I was a wild teen growing yeah. up, you know, um, even though like I was still going to church, I just never, it never connected. You know, my heart was never there. Like you said, true rep- repentance was, was not there. It was in your head. But not, it's not, not yeah, it did not, exactly. Um, and I lived, you know, my teenage years, wild and carefree. <laughs> but um, a few years ago, um, I really, truly surrendered my life to Christ. And it was, you know, not at church. It was actually 
in my bathroom and whenever the Holy Spirit came upon me I hit the floor and I cried out a cry that I've never cried before it was like all of everything that had ever happened to me being released out you know and and him returning that back to me with joy you know like he would just I just remember releasing all of my everything all the pain everything Mm -hmm. and all the things that I did you know and just repented and that was the moment that I truly surrendered my life to Christ and immediately started changing you know but yeah, I I want to point this out when you said that you released everything and he replaced it with joy. One thing I love about you is that you have very real joy. So I'm jealous of that <laughs> because because it's not you 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 do you have just a bright and I and I love that and that's kind of how we connected was during that time, correct? Yes. Okay. So Facebook. Yes, I saw I knew a little bit about Jade's background because we are connected uh, by our sweet friend Brianna Mm -hmm. and so I noticed the post on your Facebook that had changed (laughs) and I was in I knew so since I knew a little bit about the background and to see that change uh, I was in awe of what God was doing in your life and I remember you messaging yeah. me, and that was, like, the sweetest thing ever. And I love that about you. You're very kind-hearted, and you actually go out of your way to to let people know that you see. You know what I mean? Like, what you see. Like, it was just amazing, because I remember you, you sent me a message, and you were just really encouraging to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just love her. <laughs> so, we were not – so, that's how we connected. Uh-huh. So, our friendship – uh, we were actually an hour away mm-hmm. at that time, and I had from each other. From, we lived. Yeah, each other. We yeah. lived an hour. You're right. And I would say that I, since that moment, because I remember, I was like, I I need to be friends with this girl. Like, like not just like Facebook friends, yeah, but like friends, for, friends, like in real life. In real life. <laughs> and so, what God has done now in our lives is, and I never knew this would happen, but um, He has moved. Uh, my little family closer to where I grew up and where Jade lives and our boys are in the same class Mm -hmm. uh, at school and now we go to church Church together. We go to church together and everything and we actually um, we work together or I volunteer at a pregnancy center that Stephanie actually is on staff at and at Hope Clinic and so last year I remember praying that God would bring a ministry to you know, in my life that I would be able to use my gifts and my talents at. And I remember Stephanie just posting. I don't know how I've never saw that she worked at this pregnancy clinic. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not observing enough on Facebook, but I saw it like immediately, like maybe not immediately, but maybe like a week after I've been praying. And I remember seeing your post that you needed volunteers. And I was like, that's me, Lord. <laughs> and I remember, and then I, yeah. I messaged you and that's whenever we mm-hmm. really connected and that was right before I moved yeah right yeah that was before so uh so God brought two I I guess I could say broken vessels Mm -hmm. he healed us I love that he met us intimately right I I love that part that we were alone that you don't have to be at church to meet with God exactly I mean church is very important yes definitely and that so we will you know we will always encourage that because like 
we're growing in Christ because we have one another and we have a church that we're a part of that helps encourage us. Mm-hmm. But but God meets you where you are. Yes. And that's the, the, the main thing. It's like you don't have to say this, you know, uh, sinner's prayer, you know, yeah. word for word. It's whenever the Holy Spirit is there willing to, you know, come at you, calling you. Yeah. You know, that's your moment. That's your calling. And it's it's then your decision to accept it. And with that decision that we make um, to follow Jesus and accept him as Lord and savior, Mm -hmm. it does, there does become then a responsibility and a choice for us to keep him Lord of our lives. But in that moment that you had, when the Holy spirit came over you, Mm -hmm. tell me what are some things that you noticed immediately like the next day month um that changed in my life um definitely it was a moment where i felt like a like a desire to know god more Mm -hmm. and to read his word and he was at the forefront of my thoughts instead of just a you know something that you know i would maybe think of him every now and again you know Mm -hmm. and even though i called myself a christian I just, it was not shown like in my daily walk, you Mm -hmm. know, but also I remember just feeling like the Holy Spirit from my head, like the top of my head to the tips of my toes. I just felt like he was protecting me Mm -hmm. and growing me and refining me. And I just remember wanting to know God's word. And I remember not knowing how to study. Mm -hmm. I did not know how to study the word of God. I didn't really understand context and all of this so when I was studying you know of course I probably uh, started believing some things that I probably shouldn't because of you know my hungriness to, to learn but my you know it being discipled was like an absence of my life like yeah. I didn't have anybody to actually mm-hmm. disciple me and to teach me how to, to study but but what God has done in your life is mm-hmm. you have discipled yourself. And even though, because I believed some wrong theology, I yeah. guess is the word <laughs> to use, um, in the beginning of my walk with Christ as well. But I think we both could say we never stopped studying the Bible for ourselves. Right. And so the more we studied, the more... Uh, we realized some of the things we were being taught, hey, this isn't really what the Bible says. Exactly. As And God was teaching us, like, mm-hmm. how to, you know, find the context. I think there was a journey right. of, of learning that exactly. understanding. So, And we didn't know it immediately. And um, nobody will. I mean, no. that's the, the beautifulness of growing, yes. you know, because not everybody is at the same page of, you know, of sanctification and uh-huh. learning and understanding, you know. It's just, it's beautiful. Like, I wanted to learn so fast. Like, I wanted to yes, know everything. Yes, I remember. It was, yes. Oh, I wanted to know everything. And I felt so on fire for God. And even though I'm still on fire for God, just to be able to experience that just again. Just like, if every yeah. month, if the Lord would just let us experience that time that we actually found salvation, you know, that we accepted Him, if we could just experience it. Again, again, you know, but I guess we can if we just keep growing in the Lord. But 
I just remember that was just a, the most beautiful moment of my life. I, like, I know. It's and just so beautiful. I want everybody to experience that. Yes, I do too. And that's another thing. I think we both have a desire to see other people come to Jesus. Oh, definitely. And and to find that true love mm -hmm. and the true grace of Jesus. Yes. Not an excuse for sin. Exactly. But there is a true grace and peace walking with Christ in that. Because, I mean, I need His grace. Mm -hmm. I fail. I have failed, you know, since I was 22. I mean, I think that was 17 years ago. Don't ask I don't me. Know. I'm not good in math. The Lord did not bless <laughs> so me with math 15, abilities. I can't remember. But, um, I, so of course, you know, I. I have failed. I have had things happen in my life mm -hmm. that, you know, I go, God, wow, you are still holding on to me. You are still allowing me to grow in your goodness uh -huh. and to share your love with others. Right. And and that is what is beautiful mm -hmm. about God and through Jesus. Well, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people, there's a lot of condemnation, yes. you know. But you can't truly show other people the love of God unless you actually have felt and know the love of God yeah. and know His character. Uh -huh. Because without knowing His character and how He loves, then we lack um, knowledge of how to love other people. Because we can't you know? see them as God sees mm -hmm. them. You know, uh, I say it, that we have to unlock God's compassion in yeah. our hearts. And take, take a my one of my favorite <laughs> things that you say is let it take a, take deep, a deep breath, breath of, of grace, grace. <laughs> and then exhale hope into the world. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yes, and by exhaling hope into the world, you know, that can be our testimony. Right. You know, you're exhaling that hope of seeing God's goodness, you know, over your life and what he has pulled you out of, you know, because only God could take what I, you know, went through all throughout my teenage years, you know, even as a child, and use it for good. And His glory. And it's and just beautiful. Yes, yeah. and it's beautiful. And it's it's so hard. It is really hard. And me and Stephanie didn't even tell you half of really our testimony. We just wanted to, like, you know, dig in a little bit just to kind of connect with you guys so you kind of know. Well, but we have so much deeper things, and it's okay to not share everything at once, right. but just share those, the small things that give God the glory, you know, and just, you know, even if it's just a one person, sharing your testimony is sharing hope to other people. And that is what we want to encourage you to do is to uh, know your testimony. And not that it's about you, our testimonies, like, like we've already shared, is it's not about us, but it's about the glory of God and mm -hmm. what He's done in our lives. And so by sharing your testimony, it connects you with people. It, I think that it helps people to see, oh, I'm not alone. Right. Oh, if, if God can save them. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if y'all knew all the real dark, you know, details, uh -huh. you would say, oh, if God can save them, then God can save anybody that is willing mm -hmm. to accept him, to repent, and turn their face towards him. Right. And that's so funny that you say that because whenever I'm reading the Old Testament, I, I think that to myself. I'm like, if David had a heart for God, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, if he can use David, he can use me. You know, right. everybody is not perfect. Right. But through our testimony or through our struggles and, you know, our temptations and when we overcome, that is what brings about our testimony. And being able to speak it is how we defeat Satan. And we don't let him have 
you know, or take root into our lives. And silence us because you mm-hmm. have, a, God's given you a voice to use. Uh, if you are saved, he's given you a voice uh, to declare Jesus to the world. Mm-hmm. And Satan does want you to live in shame and not share your testimony. So when you speak it, oh yeah, you're overcoming. Oh yeah. Because there is a lot of, because sh- I mean, I think that's just human yeah. nature too, is to feel shame too. But it's also, you know, if it's not, sh- if it's not bringing you closer to Jesus, if it's making you want to run away and hide, like Adam and Eve did, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that is, you know, that's Satan. It's mm-hmm. not the grace of God pulling you back in. Mm-hmm. That is Satan shaming you to keep you from turning to to God, you know, and going to Him. With that, we're just so thankful that you have joined us to listen to our stories, our God stories, and we want to end by encouraging you. I say, find you a sister warrior, uh, and Jade is one of my sister warriors, and God <laughs> and sent her mine. to me <laughs> at the right time, and so if you are longing for someone to encourage you in Christ, uh, pray that God would send you that person because it's a blessing. It is a blessing. Don't do it alone. Yes, don't do it alone. And look, and sometimes you are doing it alone, and there's a season some, I believe God does allow mm-hmm. to be yes. somewhat isolated so that once he sends that person, you're both ready yep. and know how important it is. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I am thankful that God sent me Jade, and uh, if you do not have a sister warrior, a brother warrior to come alongside you, then you pray for that. Mm-hmm. We encourage you to pray for that. And we are praying that you find that. Yes, we are. And just thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. And we just had so much fun on this, this episode. Yeah, it like, was fun. Oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> so next time, I believe we are going to start a Bible study. Mm-hmm. If with- the Lord... Uh, with the fruits of the spirit yeah we'll yeah. go but start with psalm one yeah yeah psalm one okay and we'll just see how it goes you never know the lord might lead us to do something else between now and then but it's true <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you join us on our next episode of cultivate from grace with jade and stephanie <laughs> <laughs>